Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. I mean, Ashley and I stayed up all night looking at that Bob <sighs> Mackie dress on Bernadette Peters. Oh and that's God. where we're at. Of course. It's plastered on my wall now. What really? a goddess. I feel like that was like the best part of the Tonys, quite honestly. Yeah, uh, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps, uh, perhaps. Perhaps. Like, I I just, I don't think that we, in all of our Tony conversations from last night, I don't think that we had an opportunity to talk about the looks. We did. And I just want to say, that night was brought to you by white dresses. <laughs> With emerald and, earrings. <laughs> and the color sorority pink. Ooh, sorority. Yes, it was very much giving Legally Blonde all night. For like sure. serving Bring it Pink back, by Victoria's Secret oh, 2013. Oh, Do you know, God. are you familiar? I, I'm, I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard, wow. I've, I, I have, in fact, heard of it. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, had, we were up till God knows what hour recording. Our too Our Tony's extravaganza. So hopefully you've gotten to listen to that if you're listening to this um, to hear Mr. Matt Tamanini pop a blood vessel or two. Perhaps fully unhinged like you've never heard. (laughs) After dark Tamanini unhinged. Nah, he's great. He's great. Oh my gosh. I, uh, yeah, I literally, I, I texted the group right afterwards because I know that some of you are like, you know, you want to be on the group chat and I'll tell you, I said, I don't know what I said, but you you know, YOLO, it, basically. It happens, yeah. I mean, it had to it had to be that way. It was twelve oh, in the morning. Oh here we God. are. Here we are. We're back again. We're back with We're more back. stuff. We're now in the we post have a ton of news. We we are we are in the a post Tony society now until I guess June, maybe. I guess we'll find out. But now we have non Tony related news, except for the end of the show. But that is what it is. Yeah, here we are. So this past <sighs> weekend at Lackawanna Blues, um, Ruben Santiago Hudson had a back injury. And as a result, they had to cancel over the weekend's performances. But they're going to resume today, Tuesday evening, September 28th. I hope he's okay. I'm supposed to see the show this week. I'm really excited about yeah. it. Uh, but I hate the idea that <laughs> he hurt himself. Yeah, as you mentioned, like you're seeing the show this week. And that's because it's opening today, Tuesday, the 28th. Um, oh, wow. So I'm actually really surprised that I, we haven't received any notices as of Monday night that they're postponing right. opening or anything despite those weekend performances. So I hope he's okay. I hope he's healed. I'm assuming, you know, the fact that they aren't postponing it means that he's okay and ready to go for this opening. And that's not the only stuff that's opening or in previews starting this week. We have four shows that are starting previews or opening. So oh, that's seriously? that is very nice. So in addition to Lackawanna Blues on two Tuesday opening at the Friedman Theater. We have Aladdin, which is opening at the New Amsterdam Theater um, to return Friday, um, October 1st. We have Dana H, which begins previews at the Lyceum. It's, you know, in repertoire repertory with is this a room which has already started performances and then thoughts of a colored man also begins previews on friday at the golden theater it's a very exciting week very exciting week also just like any anybody who wants to just drop them dana h is this room ticks (laughs) into the dms i easy will receive them uh (laughs) yeah happily so Uh, Lincoln Center Theater is going to produce a revival of Thornton Wilder's Pulitzer Prize winning The Skin of Our Teeth. 
spring of next year at the Vivian Beaumont Theater. I love that we have a lot of new yes. theater to talk about. Like this makes me happy, especially with all the announcements that you just said. Um, yeah, but the skin of our teeth um, is going to open at the Vivian Beaumont because I was like, oh, is this Broadway? It is. So resident director Liliana <laughs> Blaine Cruz will direct the Broadway production. A it's queen. starting. Yeah, a queen. By the way, this is her Broadway directing debut. I mean, she did uh, Lincoln Center Theater's Pipeline, which, of course, like we're obsessed. Yeah. Uh, but the previews begin for The Skin of Our Teeth on March 31st and opening April 25th of 2022. I so, think nice yeah. to hear. I'm very, very nice to hear. Uh, I think this is her first show as being... I can't remember what her, te- her technical title is considered director in residence at Lincoln Center. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Resident director. Uh-huh. Resident director. Same thing. <laughs> Just backwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, do it backwards and in heels, baby. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this. I l- absolutely love seeing her direct anything. I am very unfamiliar with the play. Um, so it's something that I'm going to have to read ahead of time. Time. But also, like, <laughs> as you said, like with a lot of stuff happening, and as I said, now that we're post Tony's, like we should be expecting show announcements, which we'll get to more soon. I was actually really surprised to get this show announcement today. The next one we're going to talk about, I was not surprised because we were talking about it in chat yesterday. Um, but this also actually- people are leaking it like rude. Oh uh, my god, yeah, I have I have a many a thought about that. Um, but yeah, this is actually really surprising. That I was just like on. And Playbill's website just updating stuff um, in regards to our next story and saw this. I'm like, oh, a show announcement that I wasn't expecting. I love that. That makes me very Let's happy. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Hit it, baby. The Slave Play is returning regardless of their zero Tony wins. Uh, this fall, it's coming back for an eight-week engagement. The return uh, will include some of the original cast members. So Atu Blankson Wood, who was nominated last night, oh, John Wickham messed up his name. Really yeah. embarrassed about that. Mm. Um, Shalia Latour, Irene Sophia Lucio, and then Annie McNamara and Paul Alexander Nolan. Chef's kiss. Um, Antoinette <laughs> Crow Legacy will join the cast as Kanisha... Uh, famously, uh, Joaquina Calacongo is going to be in Chicago at that time. Oh, opening yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, uh, new musical. Uh, yeah. So apparently Jeremy O'Harris wrote that role for her. So right. I, I didn't realize that. So um, it's exciting that she's going to be playing the role uh, exactly. on Broadway again. So yeah. play, play is going to run at the August Wilson Theater again. Claps for the fact that it's a playwright. We love to see it. <laughs> really love to see it from November 23rd through January 23rd. After that run, though, they will move either that cast or just the production to Center mm. Theater Group in Los Angeles. And you can be like I was a couple of years ago and buy your best friend and little sibling tickets to slice play for christmas for christmas day <gasps> beautiful it was, yeah that's an experience that's an experience for christmas for sure it's <laughs> the season baby i mean uh, yeah whatever i took my parents to waitress <laughs> and i was like you two need to see this oh fair enough fair enough um slightly different experiences but in different ways one would argue uh, perhaps the same yeah exactly <laughs> they're holding hands to the end of the world um i'm really you know we kind of got news of this on Sunday um, before tickets went on sale and uh, I've kind of, I said everything I needed to say about how upset I am about Slave Play not winning a single damn Tony um, and can really, I can beat that to death because it will infuriate me for a while um, but regardless, like this was kind of 
This seemed like a situation where they thought they were <laughs> going to win some awards last night, like the rest of us, and had this already prepared to go, that they were going to be coming for a return engagement, like tickets were on sale as the Tonys were happening. And I- I'm glad that they're going through with it regardless, because I was honestly really worried about that. I was kind of worried that they would pull the plug and we would just kind of see. Oh, no, no, no. I think it's more fuel to the fire. I hope so. I, I, it's, I mean, it seems to be the case. So I'm it's delighted. It's like a Beetlejuice about situation. They're like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Like we exactly. want this. Do you exactly. know what I mean? No, for sure. For sure. Oh, goodness. I'm going to see it again. That's all I know. All right, so let's take a moment from the show to talk about our Patreon. So we at Broadway Radio are so eager to bring you more exclusive content. We've got roundtable discussions. We've got interviews. We've got reviews of all. Literally, there is so much theater finally oh, happening. Yay. yay! So we're able to keep the lights on thanks to you all, our patrons and listeners. So please continue to support us through Patreon subscriber-based stuff. Um, engage with us across all social media. Annoy us on Twitter. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us when we were wrong. <laughs> Annoy we're you on not Twitter. Wrong. No, never. Yeah. Not once in our lives, surely. But you know, we're we're excited that Broadway's opening back up, and and we're we're the ones getting to uh, bombard your ears every single day <laughs> about <laughs> what's going on. So if you're not getting the news before everybody else, you can go to our Patreon.com because all of our Patreon subscribers get the episodes ahead of everyone so you can get the news first. Pause this episode. Go to Patreon.com/slash/BroadwayRadio to learn more, and then jump back into the show. Right, so now we're going to talk about a thing <laughs> that I didn't know if we had already talked about, but we are talking about it right now. So Jagged Little Pill, famously best book of a musical, according to the Tonys last night. Um, Actors Equity and Jagged Little Pill's teams are finally conducting separate independent investigations into claims of mistreatment recently made public by a cast member thanks to all these Twitter statements. So Nora Shell was an original cast member of Jagged Little Pill. They posted on their account on Twitter that the stage manager and other members of the management team, including the actor's equity vice president, repeatedly dismissed Nora's need for medical treatment related to a diagnosis of polycystic ovarian syndrome. Like this was not a joke. This was a health concern. There's mental health concerns involved Um, over the weekend. Yeah. Over the weekend, Tony nominee Celia Gooding uh, announced her departure from the show and a thoughtful statement about the harm to trans and non-binary people as well. Hours before the Tony's broadcast, Antonio Cipriano, a breakout star from the show, announced that his final time performing with the cast would be at the Tony's, which yeah, was so was bold. Awesome. Because <laughs> he knew honestly. he was getting paid. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, bye. Yeah, collect that paycheck and run in the best possible way. Like, I love it. Week, you know, we've they were like, like, applauding uh, Heidi Blank and staff for coming into the show so that Elizabeth Stanley could have maternity leave and mm-hmm. how they were ahead of everyone. And I was like, you're going to ride that wave because it's not going to last. <laughs> they, they needed something to, you know, hold on yeah. to. So As- again, it was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to say like, oh, look at what we're doing for like this, these white women. And we're going to forget the people of color trans that were in always, the show. Always, always. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt to read, but I was so thankful for these thoughtful statements. And and I know I'm not trying to say like very young and I didn't expect something like that, but mm. they certainly did not need to go into the depths of, of the, of, you know, the things that they mentioned in there and were including, you know, their Twitter uh, statements, but they were so responsible and thought out. And I know they have yeah. their PR teams and stuff, but sure. I was like, this is actually exactly what we need to 
be doing. And it's a really delicate thing because as you mentioned, I mean, they're younger performers. They don't have like eons of years behind them in this industry to kind of like separate themselves in terms of you know, what what am I supposed to do about my career when something like this is happening? And that can be a really difficult thing until you see things like what happened with Nora and the treatment that they received. As you mentioned, it was with the actor's equity vice president, who's also the production stage manager. So this was happening, like the call was literally coming from inside the house here. All this treatment, like, because I saw that question a lot in terms, in like in response to Nora's statement, like in the thread um, when they posted this on Twitter of just like, does actors equity know about this, et cetera, et cetera. And people were posting <laughs> screenshots of yeah. that, like vice president and production stage manager, the same person. And I can't remember like which, if it was like, like what line, um, yeah. like h- how far down the line uh, uh, in actors equity they were, if they were the vice president or like third vice president or whatever. Um, but yeah, this is another another thing for a jagged little pill um and not surprising but incredibly sickening like i think nora released their statement on friday and then as you said like we heard about celia leaving but we hadn't gotten a statement until over the weekend and antonio (laughs) released theirs hour or released his hours before the tonys um and it's just like (laughs) Yeah, again, so bold. Um, And now we've just we've got this snowball. And it's really good to see like this this momentum happening. I hope we see more statements from cast members. I hope we see more cast members stepping away from this because I one, I think it's I want I want it to be inevitable that the show is on the horizon for closing. But as you mentioned, they did just win Best Book of a Musical last night. Um, or at this point, two nights ago when this episode goes out. So it's, it's kind of that frustrating thing of what are they going to do with the show when yeah, I mean, they need to be closing the show? Like they, it is. Um, did you see the, the trans march on, uh, Jagged Little Pill was announced also today? Um, oh, I, don't, I don't have any other information on it besides like a graphic that I saw. Okay. Um, and then it's gotten like, hundreds of retweets okay. but, we, can um, that. We, we can share that in the show notes too since yeah. we don't have like the full information about it but definitely uh yeah. you know pay attention to that coming up exactly so um we'll, we'll keep you all updated but this is the first time in broadway history from my full understanding in this new era of like communication through social media channels and then um advocacy that we are seeing a takedown leave of a show so incredibly publicly that it's kind of fascinating. I don't, I hate it for anyone involved that was just trying to get that cheddar, you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't, that didn't know or see, but at this point, there's no way they don't know or see. Of course. Um, Dude, that's so the, that's, the, that's the, the complicated. The, yeah. That's the comp. Yeah, exactly. That's the complicated thing of like, you know, there is the career aspect of that, but also like, there's no way that anyone <laughs> that is now part of the show, like it's, it's a different situation yeah. of like these people maybe didn't understand the full extent of what was happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen a lot of it over the last X number of months, but the shows have been shut down anyway. So it's kind of just like, wait, see what happens situation. But now that you have all of this information, which is, incredibly clear cut like obviously you know allegedly quote unquote but i mean 
<laughs> so this, this is clear and egregious. And anyone that is, you know, looking at the show and saying without any kind of, you know, moral complexities here that they can remain a part of the show, I think really needs to kind of consider what they're looking for their career to do here. Like what, what is the end game for you of staying with the show and kind of going down with the ship? We could, we truly, and I'm not joking, we could talk about it for so long. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm like, I have more to add. And yet we need to continue with yeah, the news. So, the New rest. <laughs> <laughs> so New York Theater Workshop announced today that a one week extension will happen for Sanctuary City. I mean, it's by Pulitzer Prize winner Martina Mayock. Yes. And it has gotten insanely good reviews. So Sanctuary City began previews on September 8th of this year at Le- the Lucille Lortel Theater, and it was supposed to close October 10th, but no, no, it's going to run through October 17th. So once again, give me a comp. Um, I was going to say, good, good. Now I could see it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so in news that seems helpful and yet is absolutely probably unhelpful, the mm. restaurant workers of New York, performers and hospitality business operators can receive mental health support as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to affect us all through a new initiative called the New York Office for Nightlife. Um, workers in the nightlife community can access free weekly online support groups to address trauma and stress in their industry through the partnership for the Office of Nightlife, Mayor's Office of Community Mental Health and Backline Care. So the Elevate Nightlife Mental Health Initiative will give workers the opportunity to work one-on-one with case managers to create a personalized mental health plan and give them access to additional resources and training. I think it's funny to me only because in theory, this sounds really great, but like I can tell you that just with improved wages... It's a better solution all around. So yeah. that people can get the care they need and of have financial stability. Because I'll tell you, like, I have I've had this conversation with my best friend Kara. Shout out as her birthday. Um Happy birthday. But like, yeah. But like there's there's a reason that so many times, like, you know, whenever we've we've seen these interviews where people are like, you know, oh, it's just a thousand dollars. Oh, it's just two thousand dollars, like when we had our stimulus and whatnot. Right. Like that it's like you don't understand our that. Yeah. lives. And so it's just so funny to me that I'm like, that I think that using the buzzwords of today of mental health. Not that I find them to be buzzwords, but I just mean like, you know, uh, it just no, sounds like you're doing an amazing thing. a very thing. broad thing, too, yeah. as well. Like, what is to your mental that, health? Like, uh, what does your mental health program encapsulate? Yeah, yeah, it's very much treating the symptoms and not the cause, always. That's kind of our MO at this point. Uh, so not surprised to see this at all. I hope something comes of it because you're right. It does sound nice in theory, but like, what does any of that mean? Like, what, what, <laughs> what are yeah. you actually doing to help people with their mental health other than like working one on one with somebody? Like, that's nice. That's a good thing. Um, other things would be better. But here we are. So hopefully this is something good. And, and I look yeah. forward to seeing more information about how they're actually, you know, helping people. Yeah, fingers but, crossed. Uh, more in Tony-related talks because, I mean, who are we if not Broadway Radio? So viewership <laughs> for the two-hour celebration after party, the Tony Awards brings you Broadway's Back Baby, hosted by Leslie Odom Jr., was like 2.62 million viewers down over 50% from the June 2019 ceremony, which is the last ceremony, you guys. Um, it was seen by 5.4 million viewers, which was already a record low. And I have to believe that um, 
this was confusing because of the paywall situation that we entered in. I don't think that this is because Leslie doesn't bring in ratings or because the Tonys don't bring in ratings. I literally think that they were so confusing on the branding of like, now go to this app or go to this channel and all this stuff. And it was like, no, when you leave a party, if, if the party is not across the street, we're not going to the party. Right. That is what that means. <laughs> Am I right? No, we're not hopping on the L about? train to go all the way into the depths of Brooklyn or anything. Get out when of I here. 54, we go to characters or yeah. I go home. Oh, no. And now we can't do that. And I get it. But like having us walk down to what is it? Uh, Tavern on the Green. Not that one, but the other thing. <laughs> all's well greens. That's what I said. Yeah. When we have to go there, I'm like, okay, but like, I kind of, maybe I should just go home. Um, I literally titled this C paywall alike. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> I like it. I think it's good. I think but that's. Do you see what I'm saying, Ashley? Like, that, that alone is better than the Tony's, that title. Um, no, a hundred percent. And I always get worried that they're kind of like going to try and pin it on something that's not the issue, which usually, I mean, always yeah. kind of happens with award shows and people being like, oh, people don't watch these. It's like, well, they do, but the reason why people don't end up watching something is because of a greater issue. And the issue, as you said, was absolutely that kind of split in viewership of like, no one knew where to watch anything. Like you had, like, this was a concert at nine o'clock on a Sunday and the Tonys were on an entirely different streaming platform that you had to either pay to access or get a free trial to access whichever way you were doing it. Um, so there was so much confusion to the extent that I forgot to mention it on yesterday's show, but yeah. literally like I'm a theater professional quote unquote. And I did like three hours before as I was on yeah. FaceTime with my best friend, I'm like, wait, so what order is it in? Like which one is on which? And like, she had to tell me what I had to oh. be watching when, and this is my job. Yeah. Like nobody knew what was going on and it, you know, it's reflected in the numbers, a 50% drop. Yeah. So I, I, again, I hope this is not, but this is half, this is how they have to use barometers for how we go forward, which sucks mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't believe it's Leslie or Audra or anybody else's fault. I Absolutely will say not. this is, this is my last bone to pick with it. And I will, I swear I'll leave it alone. Hire me and or others that are comedy writers to write the daggum shows. Y'all, that was just, it was, it was slow. You know, the reason we can enjoy, uh, I, I hate to say this, but there was a time when we kind of did enjoy James Corden. There was a time when we enjoyed Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, there was a true. lot of comedy. There was shtick involved. And uh, I was bored. So I'm just saying uh, next time also perhaps remind yourself that it is an awards show, which has to have humor in it. There's a reason that we loved Billy Crystal hosting everything mm. for a good 45 years. Um, we can even, we can bring him back because he's coming back for Mr. Saturday Night. So finally, in recommendations, uh, Danny Burstein, Aaron Tivey, Adrian Warren. There's so many great um, award acceptance uh, moments. And there's a great Broadway World video compilation of all the great things that of people accepting their awards. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was surprised at how much I loved Aaron Tivey's speech. I did too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Ugh. But the last part of Adrian Warren's, I think, is what needs to happen. And Kenny Light on as well. Yes, like those are, those absolutely. Are the, those Watch are the ones. those. Watch <laughs> them over and over again. And then there's also a highlight reel for um, the Broadway's back celebration that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hosted by Leslie Adams Jr. Yeah. Was there an awkward back and forth with Josh Groban? Sure. 
Were yeah, there a lot of strange weird. duets? Yes. But do you want to relive that cringe? Yeah, you do. Yeah, so maybe. please click on that I link. Know. I don't know about me, but somebody should, I guess. Uh, here we are. So thanks uh, for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. Just not right now. <laughs> just not. Just hey, no. not right now. No. No. All right, thanks guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow.